With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Magic fans, this is Coach Mose from the Orlando Magic. Need some added motivation? You came to the right place. Now back to In the Zone with Brandon Kravitz. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, our conversation... From uh, not too long ago with Jonathan Isaac as he prepares for another Magic basketball season. How is he feeling going into the year? You'll hear straight from the horse's mouth. Jonathan Isaac on the show in the 5 o'clock hour. Keep texting us, 50857. We love your involvement in everything we do. Hit us up on the iHeartRadio Talkback as well. Just tap that microphone icon right next to the play button as you're listening to us on 96.9 The Game. We want to hear your opinions it is a waiver wire tuesday for us uh fantasy fiends out there that means we've got rando names that we're going to try and add off the wire so i will advise you to add a player drop a player and swap a certain player do with this what you will it's your roster not mine and uh full disclosure not happy with the the advice, you know, there were some gems thrown out there on Sunday during the Fantasy Fix, which you can hear 10 to 11 a.m. right here on 96.9 The Game with myself and Zach Blobner, but not as good as I wanted to be, mostly because I was telling people vociferously that you have to get Jonathan Taylor in your lineup, and don't worry about that Zach Moss guy. He went off. So confidence is low, but all you can do is pick yourself up off the mat and keep on rolling. The guy that I want to add more than anybody else is Amari DiMercato out of TCU. He plays for the Arizona Cardinals, carried the rock 10 times after James Conner left the game on Sunday, 45 yards and a touchdown. He's got 4-4 speed, incredibly agile with the ball in his hands. He's going to put up some numbers with Arizona. He's available everywhere. I think he's like the only player that, that we've talked about at any point during any sort of waiver wire discussion that is available in 100% of leagues. You are not in a league, I guarantee it, where Amari DiMercato is already on a roster. So put him on your radar for tonight. James Conner is expected to miss several weeks with the Arizona Cardinals. A side note, just another player. Got to get this one out there. K.J. Osborne zooms to the top of the list with Justin Jefferson on the shelf as well. I still like DiMercato a little bit better just because running backs are so hard to come by, but it all depends on what you need. A name to drop, wide receiver Jaden Reed, somebody I got really excited about a couple weeks ago. He just hasn't produced, and Christian Watson's return has really stunted his development. Plus, Jordan Love kind of stinks, so that doesn't help. Reed's on bye this week, not worth rostering at the moment. You can go ahead and drop him. And my name to swap and I think some of you aren't going to like this, is David Montgomery. It feels like the perfect time if you want to sell high on Montgomery. He's given you two monster weeks in a row. He now has the Bucks and the Ravens staring him right in the face for the next two weeks. Those are dominant run stuffers. Plus, I think Jameer Gibbs earns a little bit more work as the season goes along. 
So you got to get a premium if you're going to sell him, but that's a guy that I'm looking to move, especially if I'm loaded at running back. Janetti's here. Let's talk money. He's the Sultan of Salary. Money, please. Our very own sports financial guru. When athletes get paid, he's our go-to guy. I know he's taking rich. He's Mike Janetti from SpotRack.com. The go-to sports financial analyst, the best in the biz. You can find his work over at SpotTrack.com and catch the SpotTrack podcast weekly, multiple episodes per week, including one that Mike and I drop together now every Thursday afternoon. So go ahead and check that out. Mike, the news cycle is keeping us busy. You ready to dive into it? Let's do it, sir. Jonathan Taylor inked a new deal with the Colts. I guess this kumbaya stuff that I wasn't really buying last week is real. Three years, $42 million. What do you make of the deal, and where's the fluff? Yeah, they still may, may hate each other, but there's uh, there's twenty seven, almost $27 million guaranteed to make that go away for now. So it's uh, it was a surprising deal. Uh, the only fluff is is in that fourth year, that, uh, that tacked-on year here that's really only about $13 million a year. Um, the piece that I put on com, Brandon, that's really detailing this thing, is almost all positive. And that's a really good sign, not only for him, not only for the Colts, but for running backs going forward. Um, this could be the next mini version of Christian McCaffrey's contract. It really feels like it's win-win for everybody, and he could see all four years of this contract running through 2026 and still be productive at age 27, which isn't super, super scary yet for a player that – you know, has held up pretty well here over the first couple of seasons. But I will remind people that this he still could get traded. We saw this yeah. happen with McCaffrey in Carolina. So does this make him more tradable or less? Because, it, I mean, I think that some would look at that and go, well, now he's got it as a big deal. But, yeah, the, the, but the new team doesn't have to worry about structuring a contract. That's already laid out. So does this actually make it easier? Yeah, that's that's also why I'm referencing the McCaffrey contract. Is there, there's going to be probably two years of Colts and Jonathan Taylor here based on this contract? It's about 11 million this year and around nine million next year. So the two for 20 makes sense for both sides here. But after that, yeah, it's absolutely year to year a tradable deal where it's not an overpriced contract for a team that needs that one final piece, and he can be somebody's final piece, as we saw Green Bay try to do this year. All right, well, I'm excited to dive deeper into that on our Thursday podcast episode. Let's move along to Justin Jefferson being placed on IR. His new deal hit a snag a few weeks ago, so this makes this whole IR stint really interesting to me with where the Vikings are at 1-4, and where Justin Jefferson is and wanting to get paid. How do you think this ends up being handled by both sides? Yeah, it certainly can get sticky, right? Because you can mix football with business pretty quickly here and get yourself to down a couple of conspiracy theory rabbit holes pretty fast. Um, he's definitely injured. He's definitely miserable on this roster right now because of the lack of winning. Their quarterback doesn't have a contract for next year. There's a lot of things kind of stirring in Minnesota that could come to fruition next March. Uh, I, I, injury or not, IR stint or not, he's going to hold out off of that fifth-year option next year because he's Justin Jefferson. So, I don't think this has changed too much, except for the fact that without him for the next four weeks, they're going to lose more ball games, and there could be a situation where if they rock bottom out, 
you know, does Caleb Williams during the, during this team keep him around, or does a rebuild make him want to force a trade? I, I think that's where we're headed here. But either way, this was not going to change his need for a contract next February and March and his ability to stand aside and wait for that to happen. Do you like the move that the Dolphins made to bring in Chase Claypool, or is there too much internal risk there with the headache that he was in Chicago? i got to tell you, after seeing Van Jefferson go to Atlanta today, that would have been a move I would have liked to see Miami make more than Chase Claypool just because of the baggage. But, look, anytime a good contending team wants to add a weapon in the middle or late in the year, it's always a good move. You need more than less. There's no question about that, as we're seeing here in Buffalo with every position right now. Um, so it's a good move. I, I just think maybe they may have jumped the gun a bit early because there's going to be some better options uh, coming out of, the, out of the woodworks here over the next two, three weeks. I totally missed that Van Jefferson news. Yep, that popped up four hours ago. Yeah, and uh, by the way, James Conner has officially hit the IR. So, yeah, make sure you slide Amari DiMercato to the top of your waiver wire list. Uh, Dak Prescott stunk up the joint on Sunday Night Football. Just feels like we kind of know what we're getting from him at this point. He never surprises me, good or bad. I always feel like I know what I'm getting from Dak. What do the Cowboys choose to do after this year if it ends the way it looks like it's going to, where they make the playoffs and then they'll run into the Niners or the Eagles and they'll flame out? Yeah, there's one more year left on Dak's deal. It's a it's a gigantic cap number, so something's going to give. Um, I, it, at this point, I'd be hard-pressed to say it's a new contract, even though two weeks ago that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. But he's it's just not going that way right now. So. What do I think happens? Um, they draft somebody, they keep Dak for one more year, they restructure that, that salary to lower the cap hit, and then basically they're the Minnesota Vikings in 2024. So uh, that's exactly where I think this is headed as of right now. But, look, you want to tell me that they release Dak and Trey Lance becomes the quarterback for 2024? I guess that's not the craziest thing in the world. That does sound slightly crazy, but you know we've seen weirder things happen in the NFL. I'll wrap with a non-financial question. Do my Orioles stay alive tonight? I'm really nervous about tonight's game, Mike. I I did a Houston Baltimore parlay, so it looks good on the first leg. I'm gonna keep uh, I'm gonna keep myself going with Baltimore. I think we're gonna we're gonna keep alive tonight. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's you know a young talented team with their backs against the wall. Yeah. Let's go. I'm, I'm I'm on Baltimore tonight as well. Just need to give them all the confidence in the world. Uh, and yes, you're right. Astros up four nothing early on. Top of the second inning. Mike Gennetti, sports financial analyst, the best in the game. You can find his work over at SpotTrack.com and download that SpotTrack podcast as well, updated a couple times a week. Thanks so much, Mike. We'll chat soon. You bet. Coming up next, your text, talks, and tea time is next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.